Hello, and welcome to this week's Renwick Centre podcast. My name's Trudy Smith, and I am the Manager of Continuing Professional Education at the RIDBC Renwick Centre. Today is going to be a great chat. I'm so excited to have the Hurricane Chef with us. Nate, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself for the audience? Hi there, my name's Nate. I'm 34 years old. I am a type one um, insulin dependent diabetic. I am legally blind and I'm also deaf with two cochlear implants, which help me hear really, really well. At the age of three, just before vaccinations came through for chickenpox, I had severe chickenpox. And then shortly after that, I was diagnosed with the three challenges. So therefore, they're all linked back to a meningitis virus in my bloodstream. Um, I grew up on farms with my family. Um, back then, I really liked fresh produce, doing home kills, animals and stuff like that. Um, at about 16, when I wanted to do my HSC, I couldn't do it because I couldn't see anymore and there wasn't any technology for me to complete it then. So fortunately, after liking Jamie Oliver shows, um, I was lucky enough to gain a disability apprenticeship at Manning Base Hospital in Taree. Um, shortly after that, I was lucky enough with help with setting it all up. I was lucky enough to open a cafe with help from my family and friends. After about three years after that, forever struggling to try to find work. I actually shut the cafe down and moved up north into Queensland where my nephew was born. Um, we moved up to be closer to him and I've been looking for work for a long time. And fortunately, just recently, I was lucky enough to gain a job at a place called Sandpiper Care in Clayfield doing something that I've always wanted to be able to do, which is cook for other people with challenges there, catering on the weekend. Um, people with multiple challenges that are just coming out of hospital, healing from surgery, was lucky enough to receive an AMP grant, which is a AMP Tomorrow Makers grant. Uh -huh. And I was lucky enough to put out my own cookbook back in 2018. It has over 80 entrees, mains and desserts in it, along with my life story and extra large text for the vision impaired. <laughs> oh, we love those accessibility um, supports. That's great. Yeah, so, so that's also available. I've also got a guide dog and part of the money from every book I'm donating to Guide Dogs Australia. It is, it sounds fantastic. Thank you for, for that overview, Nate. And I, I wanna take you back to, to when you were first learning to be a chef. What were some of the barriers to, to learning to the chef? I know that there were probably um, some physical barriers, but were there mental barriers as well? Or did you have people around you who thought this was a great idea and could give you lots of support? I did receive a fair bit of support, yes. In the long run, it all turned out. And fortunately, today, I'm happy about all that. Um, and that yeah. sounds great. So is there special equipment 
that you use in the kitchen to overcome your vision loss, Nate? There is a few different things. One is a liquid measure. It measures the height of liquid up to about one centimetre from the top. It beeps. Okay. So that I don't make anything overflow. I can't overflow a mug or anything. Sure. I've also got a set of talking measuring scales. So I can measure grams, kilos, different things like that. Uh-huh. I like to use extra large knives called <laughs> Puri Tech Edge knives. Um, they've got extra height to them. I've got pretty big hands, so <laughs> yeah, they're a great big knife. They're probably a little bit oversized for a lot of people, but they're much easier to run up and down your the side of your hand. Sure. So therefore, your hit your knife's not going too high, and your fingers aren't slipping under it underneath the blade. So that's great. I like to use extra large chopping boards. Yeah, different do, do, things do, like that. And I wonder, Nate, do, do your chopping boards have um, something on them that stops the food from sliding off? No, they don't. Um, okay. You must really be able to manage your food amazingly well then. Yeah, I also have, I got it made in my chef's apprenticeship, a thing called a bench buddy that the chopping board actually sits into. Uh -huh. and it's got four little feet on it that you can screw up and down so you can make it higher if you're at a low bench or lower if you're at a high bench and high enough to be able to scrape the food off into a container. Yep. Little things like that and double your bench space so you can place things under it. Um, oh, it's what a really great idea. In the way of that. And another item which is also really handy at home, is called a pen friend. So therefore you can find different ingredients such as curry instead of cinnamon. Like <laughs> don't want to put curry into that an apple pie. That would be a catastrophe, yes. <laughs> curry apple pie, can you imagine? <laughs> I can imagine yeah. it, but it doesn't sound delicious. Yes. <laughs> Just little things like that. Therefore, that's really handy. Whereas at work, I do have a support worker who helps me with all that stuff. So yeah, to make right sure there's no disasters. Yeah. And, and so does your dog come into the kitchen with you, Nate? No, I actually took him there one day and I thought this is too unfair, like eight hours a day outside just unable to come to me and everything because I'm flat chat busy. Um, I thought this isn't fair. Like, yeah. They were going to allow me to take him there every day, but of a weekend now, it's his time off. <laughs> That's the weekend <laughs> off. So, so you, you work through weekends and he has the weekend off. I think he's got the better arrangement. Yeah, he's at home now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on the weekend. Yeah. Sure. And you're talking about how you've always loved fresh produce and, you know, growing up on a farm and, and being part of the kill. Has cooking been something that you always did and always enjoyed or was it more something that was offered to you so you thought you'd pursue that? Has, is it a love that you have? Um, I used to really love, like, in the bush and stuff, camping, mm -hmm. camp ovens around a fire, 
cooking up food back then, ducks or rabbits or anything out in the bush and frying them in the camp oven. <laughs> yep. Cooking it up with roast vegetables, just simple things like that. And also, as I said before, liking the Jamie Oliver program when I was younger, how he used to grow all of his fresh produce outside his um, parents' cottage. I was really impressed by all of that. I think that was a big stage, actually wanting me to become a inspiration like he has, um, putting out my own cookbook, becoming a chef, opening my own cafe restaurant and put, yeah, with the cookbook, it's all virtually a dream come true. So, so Nate, what's your favourite thing to cook? If you could choose your favourite thing in the world to cook, what would it be? Oh, Aussie Italian lamb is one. Uh-huh. It's a lamb casserole, which I do with an Italian tomato sauce. So I call it Aussie due to the lamb. <laughs> uh, yep. Another thing. How I really like lamb is slow roasted lamb loin with thyme infused jus, um, brandied berries with chantilly cream. Uh, You're making me hungry. Garlic prawns, little things like that. I really love all of them, but I haven't specifically got a favourite. I just love to cook. And so uh, all of these recipes you've been listing and making me hungry with in your recipe book? They're all available in my recipe book, yes. Fantastic. And for everyone who's listening, Nate's website is going to be um, in the show notes. You can access that. And Nate, can people purchase your cookbook off your website? They may, yes. Um, It's all on there along with nearly everything I've told you today. It's all at www.thehurricanechef.com. The Hurricane Chef, Nate, you're going to have to tell me where you got that title from. Um. When I was young, just before I became vision impaired and my vision was deteriorating, um, I was able to see the movie, The Hurricane, which is the story about Reuben Carter, the boxer. Yes, wrongly accused. Yeah, and I was really, really inspired by the way he never gave up through his full gene journey during jail and everything he always wanted to get out and continue on with his boxing career story and everything and at the end when he did get out and it showed him boxing and the huge smile on his face i just thought to myself the hurricane and i was forever thinking about a name for myself and came up with the hurricane chef so I like it. That's where I got the name from. That is very inspiring, and you're a very inspiring guy. So thank you for that, Nate. That's great. Nate, this has been so interesting. Thank you so much for sharing your story. We're so pleased to be able to support both you and your cookbook, you. and because it's it's such you know it's going to such a great cause with guide dogs as well. So carry on cooking, and thank you so much for your time. Thank you, and can I just say to everyone, regardless of your ability, never give up because you never know where you can make it one day. And regardless of your ability, you can do it. Uh, That is absolutely the theme of this podcast series. So thank you so much for underlying that, Nate. I really appreciate your time. 